following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. From preps to pros and everything in between, it's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Live from the Lee Company Studio. With the Hall of Famer Mo Patton, here's Chris Yow. Welcome in to Reaction Monday here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yow, Mo Patton, J.P. Plant, glad to be back with you. As it has felt like a, a lifetime. Felt like a lifetime. But we are back and ready to react to all of the things that happened over the last four and a half days ish Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday well I guess technically five days because the last half of Wednesday too (laughs) but boy have we got a lot to talk about today I'm I'm afraid we're going to forget to react to something oh yeah I mean there's because so much there was a lot man as much that did happen though didn't happen <laughs> and that's obviously we need to react to that as well <laughs> one of our top stories so <laughs> we'll get into it we'll get into all of the college hoops college bowl games uh what's coming up non bowl games bowl games that didn't happen <laughs> um or aren't going to happen we'll talk that about should happen you know, some stuff just makes too much sense, man. I don't understand, and we'll get into it, but I just yeah. don't understand why you can't tell me a little bit earlier so that I don't fly to City 1, and I could have flown to City 2. I still don't know why there's not more of a effort being made to pair up these teams. some of these losing. teams. And, and I guess we need to wait. We because, will. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get into it. We're, we're, we're going to get into all of that. We're also going to find out how I did this to my thumb. It's, uh, I'm going to take this. There, there's a pretty big gash right here. Stop. So. Don't nobody want to see that? Well, at least there's a Band-Aid on it. Thank you. <laughs> um, but friend of the show, Jeffrey Reed from the Summit Gridiron Club, put a poll out. <laughs> To find the to asking his followers to vote in a poll, and how did Chris nearly slice his finger off this week? Mm-hmm. Was it A, sharpening a throwing axe, B, wrestling an alligator, <laughs> C, assembling an IKEA thing, or D, preparing a meal? I will give you the answer in just a little bit. Oh, I'm I'm going with D for sure. But and before we get to that answer and the COVID bowl killing and all of the other things that that need to be in our top stories we're going to give you the the results from the last four and a half days and tonight's schedule on the rundown this is the rundown let's do it the monday rundown is brought to you by zion christian academy providing a christ-centered college prep education at an affordable cost Call 931-388-5731 or visit zioneagles.org to schedule an appointment for a tour today. 
In girls basketball action last week, uh, I think we gave you this one on Wednesday show, actually. Elkmont defeated Richland 60-38 down at Wallace State Hansville on Wednesday. Also in girls basketball action, Lawrence County defeated Wayne, West Virginia 64-37. And it was Pearl Cone defeating Summit 41 Summit up at the Beach Holiday Tournament. And boys action down in Fort Payne, Alabama, Lawrence County with a 64-62 win over Murfreesboro Central. NFL action on Thursday night, and we'll talk more about this later. Tennessee Titans come off the mat for a 2017 win over the San Francisco 49ers. That's right. NCAA men's basketball action. It was Tennessee downing number six and previously unbeaten Arizona 77-74. Vanderbilt was out in Hawaii. They got a couple of wins. They downed Hawaii 68-54 on Wednesday, and on Thursday they defeated BYU 69-67. But they did not get a third win because – They did not because, well, COVID. And on – also on Wednesday, though, MTSU fell to Chattanooga 77-65. Income from ahead – Fashion uh, on that one. Never good. In NBA action on Thursday, the Warriors down the Grizzlies 113-104, but the Grizzlies bounce back with a 127-102 win over the Kings. High school basketball action today at 6 o'clock over at Riverdale, Columbia Central's girls resume play against Mason of Ohio. Again, that's a 6 o'clock start in the State Farm Classic at Riverdale. At the Lake Cumberland Holiday Classic in Somerset, Kentucky, are the Spring Hill Boys. Who they're playing, when they're playing, we have no clue. (laughs) Um, NFL action tonight, Dolphins Saints. Look for Alvin Kamara and the Wildcat tonight. Um, New Orleans pretty thin at at quarterback. That's a 7-15 start on ESPN. At 8 o'clock tonight, Grizzlies in Phoenix against the Suns. And at 5.30 today on the SEC Network Plus, UTC's women play at Tennessee. That's going to do it for the rundown. Most speaking of the, U- the, the Tennessee women, you mentioned this earlier that Tennessee – one of nine teams. One of nine teams, uh, well, one of nine schools, I guess, to have yeah. both their men's and women's programs in the AP Top 25 this week. Uh, let me see if I can find the others real quick. It's pretty impressive. On um, top of that, did you see where Tennessee, I think, was the only school to have a team – the football team made a bowl game, men's made the tournament, women's made the tournament, and the College World Series mm-hmm. from the baseball team? That was pretty neat. That is pretty pretty neat. Um, Arizona, Baylor, Duke, Iowa State, Kentucky, LSU, Ohio State, Tennessee, and Texas have both their men's and women's teams ranked in the top 25 – According to Fox College Hoops at CBB on Fox on Twitter. There you go. That's solid. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. You'll take it if you're a Tennessee fan, for sure. Uh, let's let's get this out of the way. My fingers <laughs> nearly got sliced off. <laughs> nearly got sliced off. I like that passive. It was so there. close. And luckily... Did not happen. The results of the poll, 75% thought I was assembling an Ikea thing. 
which I mean, on Christmas Eve is, or Christmas Day actually, it, it seems to be like a positive. That, that that's a very plausible question or answer. Eight point three percent said wrestling an alligator. Two point eight said sharpening a throwing axe because, well. That's never going to happen. And 13.9% were right when they said I was preparing a meal. I was cutting or trying to slice uh, Brussels sprouts. Well, that was your first mistake. Let me tell you. Why were Brussels sprouts on your menu? All right. Garlic powder, red pepper flakes, salt, onion powder. Bacon? And bacon. Oh. In the air fryer. Okay. All together. The The bacon is raw. You just throw it in there. It all cooks together, and it is phenomenal. You know, phenomenal. You might get me. That's the. I, I will tell you. I have probably not had Brussels sprouts in forty-five years. <laughs> because nobody was cooking them that way back then. They were just roasting they, them and, and rolling them out and eat and eat this. Here's some salt and pepper. Good luck. <laughs> There wasn't no. that much luck in the world. <laughs> no. I will put it this way. Sarah ate them. Not only did Sarah eat them, she enjoyed them. Which did she get seconds? There were no seconds. I, oh. I um so we had a couple of friends over and I neglected to make the second bag because I was Hold on, Mo, did did you get that invitation? You wouldn't have come anyway. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Poor just play it. Go ahead. Carry on. That's good. I do like Brussels sprouts, by the way. Uh, well, let me just tell so you. I would have eaten the Brussels sprouts. That's the way to do it. Well, I would have made a second bag if I had known they were going to be that good. <laughs> but also glad I didn't make a second bag because that means I now have a bag to myself. <laughs> so I can just do it all over again and not have to worry about it. So anyway, it was, in fact, preparing a meal. All right. Uh, real quick. Washington football team had a big blow up on the bench last night. Uh, it was getting pretty heated, Mo. But it wasn't because of the benches that they brought with them. <laughs> had nothing to do with the benches. No, it was the fact that uh, Dak was, Prescott was throwing touchdown passes to everybody. Everybody? Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> Dak Prescott becoming the first NFL quarterback ever to throw a touchdown pass to a running back, a receiver, a tight end, and an offensive lineman in the same game. It's the only he, time you see trick was, plays. He was playing Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> you get a touchdown. <laughs> Just, everybody gets who, a touchdown. Who, who wants to score? <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> I've seen some high school games like that, right? Hey, who wants to get in you, you, the ball? You, you want a touchdown? Who, Come you, on. You remember my Santa Claus story about Fairfield? <laughs> you, you want a touchdown? Come on. Well, he ain't even on the roster. <laughs> Oh, we'll call him Santa Claus. <laughs> there we go. Oh, and finally, uh, like you said, Mo, why are we not making more effort to pair some of these teams up who are losing bowl opponents to COVID? To COVID? Yeah, I mean, you know, it started with the Gator Bowl with Wake Forest. Um, Who was it that dropped out against them? It, was it Miami? No, no. one Miami. They're in the same conference. No, it was <laughs> it, it. It was a uh, a group of five team. I believe. Goodness, that's crazy. It's uh, 
Well, I mean, there's been so many to drop out since. Yeah, that's kind of been the big issue is, I mean, we just... A&M. That's who it was. It was Texas A&M. Texas right. A&M dropped out, so they went and pulled Rutgers off the couch, five and seven Rutgers. Although you knew, you knew this wasn't going to be the only team to fall out. And sure enough, you, know, you find out that Hawaii's not able to play against Memphis in the Hawaii Bowl, and so... think you'd be able to keep COVID out of your system if, one, you're in Hawaii, and two, you're at home. But as we talked last week, that team, that program's in such shambles that there, there's no telling what's going on over there. So you thought, okay, or my thought was, you know, send Rutgers home, send Memphis to Jacksonville. Oh, but wait, somebody drops out of the Sun Bowl. That was Miami. That was Miami. Now, who Washington were they? State. State. Okay. And that, I'm, my question is the chaos. How many of these teams are just trying to avoid getting beat in a bowl game? Because they're, they're taking it all the way up to get those practices and then boom. Oh, we can't play. But it's my understanding that you don't get the payout. Yeah. That you don't. There is no money because, I mean, there's no. And if you are getting the practices, well, I mean, if, if you're dropping out after you've practiced at your home site, but before you report, then I guess there's not a whole lot of expense involved. Which is what I'm thinking is happening here because, I mean, Memphis, it doesn't. I mean, for Hawaii, obviously they were at home. But, you know, nobody went to Miami didn't go to El Paso. Hmm. And it just, I just can see that some folks are probably making that excuse. I really feel bad for, for the American Athletic Conference because Memphis lost an opponent, SMU lost an opponent, and um, ECU lost an opponent. They were both supposed to play in what? One was in the pinstripe, one was in the, the Fenway. And the other was in military. Oh, okay. Yeah, so ECU and Boston were in the military bowl. Okay. And Annapolis. Amazing that all of those are P5 schools against the P6. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. You take that however you want to take it. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I'm On the other side of the break, we have Joe Williams. Um, we'll probably talk some Williamson County sports, but there may be some other things that we get to as well. So. Stick around. You never know what you're going to hear when Joe's on the line. We'll be right back after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Fast Stop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff. Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon, delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. 
Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Local sports talk you'll only find here. It's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Live from the Lee Company Studio. With the Hall of Famer, Mo Patton, here's Chris Yow. Welcome back in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. As we are continuing to react on Reaction Monday to all of the things that happened over the weekend, and there are plenty of those things. Plenty to talk about. And I guess for that matter, there's some things that have been in the works for a while that we can talk about and probably will here in the next few minutes. But we are always excited when we get a chance to talk to our friends from the Williamson Herald. Joe Williams is on the line and he is helping Charles Pulliam and the Williamson Herald cover high school sports and, and more from Brentwood to Spring Hill, Nolensville to Fairview and everywhere in between. And you can always sign up at williamsonherald.com for your subscription or just read it there. They'll deliver you a copy every Thursday to your door if you would like. But without further ado, we bring in the Diet Mountain Dew man himself, Joe Williams. Joe, what's up? What up? What about it, boys? I am so glad Christmas is over. <laughs> well, Christmas being tell us over. Why. Hold on. No, <laughs> I can tell you why because it means he doesn't have to make any more checks mix. Is that right, no. Joe? Oh, I've got to do that. Speaking of, no. that, JP, no. you got some checks mixed at my house, man. If you want to stop by on the way out, <laughs> I forgot. Okay, so so quick story. So Joe called during our Zoom meeting on Wednesday uh, Wednesday morning. And says, "Um, where are you at?" I'm like, I'm at home. <laughs> so he comes by playing Santa Claus, drops off some bags, and and takes off. Well. In a bag is Chex Mix for the three of us in three different canisters, which I promptly leave in Franklin when I come to do Wednesday show. <laughs> Jody just happens to be coming down, and so she brings it down after the show, after we have broken up. So I hand off Chris and JP's to Chris, and I've eaten mine. And Joe, you see where that got us. Yeah. Well, I ate mine during. Oh, yeah. 
I ate mine during the Titans game because I was needing sustenance. Sustenance, yeah. <laughs> That's well, the best way to put it. Well, well, JP, you you'll get it. Yeah, it's not like it doesn't exist. Uh, I didn't eat it. <laughs> we'll see. If, so anyway, but Joe, your uh, your checks mix was hey, much appreciated. And and I was say, JP, don't worry about it. anything. Tastes that bad, won't go bad. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's non-perishable. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, Joe's checks mix and cockroaches, nuclear war, all oh, the same. Goodness, <laughs> I I thought it was pretty good. It was pretty good, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'm glad you liked it. Other than Christmasing, Joe, what's been going on the last little bit? I have just been watching from home, getting ready. You know, I always love the time, especially in high school sports, between Christmas and New Year's because somebody somewhere is usually smart enough to put on a pretty good basketball team. Um, and thank goodness Jim Fay and the guy, and John Wall and the guys down at Summit figured out this would be their year. Seems so. Um, I'm look, yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Overton has one every year that's pretty good. Um, but I'm looking forward to be, being able to stay in county. The King of the King of, King the, of the Hill, Hill Holiday Classic starts tomorrow. Eight boys teams taking part, and it was kind of set up like a Wilco versus everybody, but somebody kind of fell off. But at twelve noon tomorrow, you'll have Independence playing Lebanon. And that should be a pretty good ball game. Um, yeah, it'd be a good game. At one thirty, Lighthouse Christian is taking on Rockvale. At three, you've got Page and Riverdale, and at four thirty, you've got Summit and Station Camp. So, some some good teams. Yeah, play. Folks got a chance to yeah, go see the. Play the next days. Hmm. Say what? And then they'll keep playing the next couple of days. Oh it's yeah, be really good. Yeah, it, it continues. You got four more games on Wednesday, depending on who wins and loses, and then. Um, Seventh, fifth, third, and championship games on fr- on Thursday, again at twelve noon, one thirty, three o'clock, and four thirty. So, should be some pretty good stuff over there at Summit, like you said. I'm um, I'm looking forward to um to seeing this Summit team. Haven't had a chance to see them yet this year. Seen Indy a couple of times, so should should be some fun. That's basketball. not the Indy Page game. That's a, yeah, the Indy Page guys game was a pretty good game. Um, and I'm anxious to see uh, those those folks tee it up again. I have not seen Summit either. Uh, I'm anxious to see uh, see how Coach Fay has done this year. I know we, you know, Coach Fay I think is is a Bear Bryant disciple. You know, he could have five All Americans. He tell you how bad they are. Oh yeah, no question. Yeah. yeah. Um. He's gotten a couple of guys out from football, I think. Tanner Shake is out there, I believe. Dominic Hollis is out there. So um, those guys are still kind of rounding into basketball form, I think. But um, looking forward to seeing what they can get done, especially in this new district because they, Independence, Columbia Central, Ravenwood, and Nolansville will be in the newly formed District 12 aaaa or 12-4A, however you're going to, whatever style you're going to use. But, um, again, yeah, let, me, let me try to, 
let me try to be as polite and politically correct as I can. Uh, but this new reclassification and redistricting for basketball and the other sports is the dumbest thing I have ever seen. You mean? Tell the, us how you really feel. No. Elaborate <laughs> on that. Well, you just you you one you watered things down again. Two, you destroyed uh, some some natural rivalries. Three, you're going to create some, and that's a good thing. But four, why do we need four classes in basketball? I don't. I don't know that basketball was the driving force behind this. I think basketball well, was the driving force. I think b- basketball was the driving force behind it. But I, it, what's funny is they've been pushing for it for years, and almost as soon as they got it, you started hearing about how people didn't like it. Yeah. So I don't know. Hey, look. It, it's, look, it's like my fourth wife. Be careful what you ask. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I wonder if it was the vocal minority hmm. that just had the votes, and now well, the then, vo- then now, they, now the vocal part is the majority, and we're out here, you know, finally hearing some pushback. It's going to be interesting because I, I mean, I I think this was in place for two years, but at the same time, yeah. I don't well, remember think- now. This is. This is the same board of control that sent us to Chattanooga for football and got us kicked out. You know. (laughs) There's that. There is that. You know, on the one hand, I'm thinking, okay, it's two years. Maybe you go back to three classes in the next classification period. But at the same time, I don't think that genie goes back in the bottle either. So. Well, no, not now, not when you got four people getting golden balls. Now it's just mm-hmm. like football, guys. We're giving out what nine football trophies? Nine. You think we're going to reduce that? Nope. That's what I guess. That's what really worries me about this. Is now we're going to give out four golden basketballs. Mm-hmm. You think we're ever going back to three? No. Well, how how long before six. we start giving out? Well, uh, well, thank you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Well, how long before we start getting that nine? I don't think you'll get any more than four at the public school level just because of the midweek travel that would go with any more classes. Well, but wait a minute now. Think about it. You've got more teams that play basketball than play football. Mm-hmm. And ask Charles, ask Charles Pulliam. Travel's not an issue. Oh, you know, this guy used to go 1,200 miles. For a district country, we're talking about midweek. Mister planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah, but 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 they're not they're not going to go to class in somebody else's school though either, like they do in Alaska. (laughs) So I mean, that's 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 a a non-starter. But you got to play two games, so you go play Friday night, and then you stay over and play Saturday. You got both district games. Be great for the economy somewhere. You get you get travel out of it. <laughs> I told you I wasn't very cogent today. <laughs> Not that it matters. I mean, no, you're you're terribly cogent. I um, stranger <laughs> things have happened. I mean, we've talked we've talked about it. You know, Alabama does all of their classes the same, but they have like a hundred more schools. I don't see why. I don't see how you can justify anymore i'm not sure how you justified four but 
I want to know what – we know why football went to two divisions and why it went up to six classes. But, I mean, who's the culprit? There's Brentwood Academy. We know that, that they're the reason that some things happen in football, right? Who's the culprit in this one? Is there a culprit? I don't think it. I don't think anybody was necessarily driving this. I don't know that there was necessarily anybody then what? that folks were trying to get away from. I just think that – I think a lot of it was football-related, oh, no. to be honest, because yeah, they, they said, well, hey, you've got, you've got five, you've got six classes in football. Why do we only have three? Sure. I can see that. And here's the thing, and, and, and Chris, you hit it earlier. You know, there was a vocal minority because the majority, you know, just and it's just like in the real world. You know, you sit there and go, "Oh, that'll never happen." I don't need to be against it because that'll never happen. Well, guess what? It happened, and now it's too late. <laughs> Here we are. I, you're right. I mean, and and that's that's the unfortunate thing. Like you said, you know, eight AAA. We talk about it on this show all the time. The the old eight AAA is now no more. I mean, you have a yeah. Messed up version. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's, yes. Uh, that's not well, what I wanted to say. But hey, corrupted but version. Think about 11 this. AAA, even. Yeah. yeah. Well, think about this, though. Realize, and, and Maurice, you probably remember some of this, too. Back back in the day, if you will, when, you know, most a lot of the metro schools were in the 17th and 18th district. So how many districts were across the state at that? What do we have, 36? 32. Now, that so now does, that one does predate me just a little bit. But, I mean, um, oh, I, I, me feel good. No, <laughs> I remember when all of Metro Nashville was in one region. I mean, because everybody was AAA, yeah. and, and it was all regions. Um, yeah. I think it was all region 6 AAA up there because it was it 11 was and 12. Was, yeah. And basically, sure. Franklin Road was the dividing line. It was a river. It was the river. The east was side was uh, 12, and the west side was 11. Yeah. So. Hmm. But now. But you, you also had the private schools mixed in there. Mm-hmm. So you add more to the public schools. You don't add to the private schools. and It's, it's different, and it's going to be interesting because, again, like you said, Chris, as, as, as soon as four classes went into effect, you started hearing about how how little and it support wasn't there just was basketball. for it. I mean, we, we heard it from baseball and softball coaches that, yeah, it's been rough. But, hey, you know. I, t- I tell you how, how tough it's, it's been on me because I covered the, uh, the the Page Independence game and walked in going, boy, it's awfully early for, for this kind of a big <laughs> of a district contest. And I sat there a minute and said, oh, wait, wait a minute. minute. <laughs> it's not that, a district that's right. contest. Hey, coach, you know. Yeah, you just play this game and it really doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't mean anything. Um, you know, but to the guy to the kids it did. That was a big time neighbor rivalry. It just doesn't count when it comes time to play the end of the year. It's unfortunate. And yet here we are. Joe, it, you know, I guess one one of the positives that comes out of it for Foray is that the region is now the old District 11 AAA, basically. Add in Columbia Central and... And add in Hillsborough and Overton. Hillsborough and Overton, and, you know, but it's a pretty good region. At least you're getting... Oh. At, at least the, the region travel isn't so bad. I mean, it could be worse. You could be, you know, Richland going to Joe Burns or <laughs> whatever. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> so, you know, or, maybe or, that helps. Or Spring Hill going to White County. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. It, it, no, I get it. It's just that when you've got uh, nine schools in Williamson County and some of the biggest neighborhood rivalries, and I'll just use Brentwood and Raven. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing on the line other than bragging rights. Bragging rights are pretty big yeah, up there, that, but, that but you're enough. right. That's I, a, I grant you. I say don't, 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 don't think for a minute I'm taking away from that. But I'm just saying it's not the crucial. You know. Mm-hmm. I, well, it yeah, could I mean, eventually. I know it's too important. If Dennis King were around, he'd still be patting his wallet on the way out. I know. But <laughs> You know that story. Oh, no <laughs> doubt. Joe Williams of the Williamson Herald with us here on a Monday afternoon. Joe, we appreciate you. We will catch up. Anytime, my friend. I'm here for you. All right. When we come back, we continue on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, talking some college football. Be right back. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Festop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff. Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon, delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Covering the teams you care about, it's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Once again, live from the Lee Company studio. With the Hall of Famer, Mo Patton, here's Chris Yow. Welcome back in Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Chris Yow, Mo Patton, J.P. Plant, coming to you from the Lee Company Studio and the Front Porch Sports Headquarters. 
WKOM 101.7 FM. Of course, you can watch us online at Twitter at SM underscore TN Sports. Facebook and YouTube as well. So check us out. JP, um, you talked us all the way through the bold pick last week. And I thought that we all made some pretty solid observations. Solid, yeah. Let's, we try to do that. And at least one of those paid off today. <laughs> because the Western Michigan Broncos absolutely just decimated Nevada. And Mo talked me into it. Yeah, we can thank Mo for that, for uh, helping <laughs> solidify our conscious on that pick, right? Yeah. You, you and I were kind of wavering, I think. At least I was. I can't speak for you, but based on what you said, you kind of flipped at the last second or, or at least made the decision based on Mo made, making some very good points, as Mo does, as he is wont to do. You know. <laughs> um, there you go, Mo. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I was watching. What was that final? 52-24. Hello. They didn't score quite as many as the Cowboys. <laughs> they tried. And they gave up more. McIlwain, I was watching the broadcast, and McIlwain said that they are just, like, they are, they're teetering on the edge. I mean, they beat some really good teams this year, and he said he felt like that this team was very close to being very good. And obviously in the MAC, they've not had a great bowl season to this point. Um Having lost, you know, Toledo losing, uh, Northern Illinois losing. So the MAC hasn't had Eastern Michigan got drilled by Liberty. They've not had a great start to the bowl season. Obviously, Wyoming destroyed Kent State. They're no conference USA. And then <laughs> clearly they're not. Um, then Wyoming, after winning 52-38, to 38, their coach makes a plea for any transfer quarterbacks who would like to uh, do so. Please feel free to send us your tape. Um, oh, good Lord. We have a track record. Josh Allen came here as a transfer, so in case you're you know looking for a place and a home, we'd love to be it. Please tell me that the guy that played quarterback for him was a senior. No, he entered the transfer portal right after dumping fries on his coach. Dumped the bucket of fries on the coach, entered the transfer portal. <laughs> well, maybe the coach knew he was going into the transfer portal no, when he, he made that, pl he did. that plea. He did. That that was he I mean, I guess the kid told him after the game. Coach says or he told him before the game said, Coach, this is it for me. Deuces. Uh, I I feel like I can be more visible elsewhere. I'm taking my talents to somewhere else to, to the portal. And so now Wyoming, he basically made a, a public plea and said, we're looking for transfers. If you, you know, if you want a place to play, we get, we got an open spot because our guys leave mm. and didn't, I don't think he was real happy about it. I'll be honest with you. What's that say about whoever else is on the depth chart at quarterback at Wyoming? That was my concern was what if you're still there and you're a quarterback? <laughs> oh, so. 
<laughs> so, I'm so, so, you're, so you're saying there's not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm just chopped liver. Huh? I'm just kind of here. I'm scout team. Who okay. am I? Yeah. Wow. I mean, yeah, it's, that's unfortunate for them. I mean, what do you, <laughs> what do you do? So I, I just, I thought that was interesting that that was how he chose to kind of go with that. Well, I mean, I guess there's no better way to get it out there. In the college, the college football landscape is changing, and the one-time transfer rule in NIL. Our staff anticipated this movement and have a clear vision to navigate these uncharted waters. After a successful early signing day, Cowboy football will address the need to sign a quarterback via the transfer portal or junior college. We believe this is a great opportunity for a transfer quarterback to come in and make an impact on our program. We've seen that before when we brought in Josh Allen to our program. We're excited for the next chapter of Cowboy football. Go Pokes! And that is Craig Bowl. So. There's that. Craig Bow. Was he at one of the Dakota schools before he took over at Wyoming? Oh, I have no idea. I think he But would. apparently two of their quarterbacks hit the portal. <laughs> so they're they're their backup and <laughs> their starter. Hope you find one. <laughs> <laughs> Levi Williams is uh is gone as well as um Isaiah Neor. So interesting yeah he was at north dakota state yeah so anyway i I just thought that that was you know we talked about this transfer portal we talked about there there were 72 quarterbacks and i mean there's somebody out there including junior college guys there's bound to be somebody who wants to play division one fbs college football and can do it mountain west got two wins uh we got that 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 Wyoming win, but then of course they lost today to Western Michigan in pretty convincing fashion. Georgia State pretty well lit up Ball State. A little surprised there, but maybe not. Well, they were three and a half point uh, favorite in that game. Georgia State was in fact a three and a half point favorite. Um, But you know the SEC is the one who's who's kind of struggling right now. First first two games that got played, Missouri, a three and a half point dog, covers the spread, gets beat twenty four twenty two. I was a little surprised that I, I hit the under in that game because well, it's Army, right? So it was it was it was a good. So and here's the thing. Brian Basilek is in the portal. Connor. I'm sorry, Connor. So yeah. Brian, oof, man, that's a name that I haven't said in a minute. Um, yeah, sorry. Brian Basilek played at Sanford and was a <laughs> still talks quarterback for a minute. Oh, goodness. Yeah, in 2005. So that tells you how long ago that was, 16 years ago, just in my head. Connor Basilek or Basilek, however he says Bazelic. his name. Is, I guess he's he could go to Wyoming. Somebody else will have to figure out how to say it, I guess. Huh? Yeah, we don't have to worry about it. And, uh, and then, of course, Florida just gets manhandled by UCF. That's funny. That's funny. 29-17 the final? 29-17. And UCF, the six-and-a-half-point dog. Just, I mean, it, it 
to me, as, as I was watching what I could during the Titans game, right? It just every time I flipped over, UCF had was, momentum, was, was scoring, yeah, <laughs> or they were turning it over right as they were about to score. I mean, this could have been worse. Florida looked flat. You know, it's not the first time Florida has gone to a bowl game and acted like they didn't want to be there. I saw one of those red button memes today that made me think, and I loved it. On one side, it's, we don't want to be here. The other side, it just means more. (laughs) So which one is it? Mm. I mean, I feel like Missouri played their the played as best they could play. Now Florida had a ton of players in the transfer portal. Uh, they you know one of whom was starting a quarterback for one them. One of whom was starting a quarterback. They didn't have their coach. There's a lot of you know a lot of turmoil in that program. But you got to find a way to beat UCF if you're Florida. You got to find a way to beat Gus Malzahn if you're Florida. Yeah, I mean, that that's a game that if you're Florida, you have to win because you're going to have to listen to those folks for a long time. And you talking about your three national championships in football and all of your national championships across the board and everything else that you're going to want to throw back up at those folks, 29-17. Doesn't matter anymore. I mean, yeah, you got all that, but but we got this. And, and and the only way for Florida to erase that is to play them again. That's right. That's where I was going was now the situation is kind of like UAB in Alabama in anything. Hmm? You got to play them now because cuz that's out there. And if you don't play them, well, of course they won't play us cuz they know what happened the last time they played us. Exactly. So you have to play them, and you have to beat them. And you have to beat them like 52-7 to seven and be driving when time runs out, you know? <laughs> I mean, you, Kick a field goal as, as the clock hits zero. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you have to beat them as badly as possible when you play them again. And you have to play them. If you're UCF, why do you? <laughs> why would you sign a contract to play them? Even if because it's home and home. Because UCF can't turn that money down. If it's home and home? It has to be home and home. Oh, well, yeah. You can't, yeah, have all yeah the UCF's going to be a Power 5 conference That's true. for the it's next year, too. So, I mean, They're in the Big 12. That's um, right. Yeah, I, I think it's a no-brainer they do that. You, you, you beat them again at UCF? And, or, yeah. Oh, it's got to be home and home, and the first game's got to be in Orlando. Yeah. <laughs> Get your 70,000-plus uh, student body behind you. Yeah. If they just gave everybody free tickets that's in the, that's in the student body, they'd sell out. Yeah. They would, they would sell out anyway because, you know, oh, yeah, this no bowl question. game sold out. Yeah. That's a tough spot for Florida. D- doubled up the highest um, uh, attended uh, version of this bowl ever, I think. Hmm. That doubled? Wouldn't, that wouldn't surprise me. I mean, yeah, they, or, or at least what they averaged was like thirty thousand, <laughs> and they got over sixty. Yeah, wow. 
That's it. It's not surprising to me. I mean, this this UCF team, they felt like they underachieved, but they also felt like some good things happened toward the end of the year, and they were feeling pretty good going up against a team that, well, quite frankly, is trash. I mean, that Florida team's just bad. Yeah. So, yeah. I, here's the SEC's got a chance to obviously this week is huge. Fifteen and four over the last two years is the SEC in bowl games. Fifteen and four. So now fifteen and six over the last two and two game, two years and two games. Have they only played two and lost to both? You've got Auburn, obviously tomorrow, which we'll talk about with Nabias Wilson later. We've got Mississippi. Wilburn. I'm sorry. Did, did I say Wilburn? No, you said Wilson. Oh. <laughs> You're just killing that, names left and right. That too. Yeah. Well, Basilac got me. <laughs> Auburn and then you got Mississippi State. Tomorrow as well. Mm-hmm. And in the Mike Leach Bowl. In the Mike in Leach Bowl. And hopefully they get played. Then, of course, North Carolina, South Carolina, and the Mayo Bowl and Music City on Thursday as well. I think the next two are kind of must wins for, for the SEC. If, if, you know, just we've seen the SEC go 500 in bowls before, and boy, that's never good for the. The SEC bias crowd. That that SEC versus everybody thing. Yeah. Because everybody piles on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, well, why'd you get two teams in the playoff and blah, 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 you know, especially if one of them was to happen to lose. <laughs> it's it's a lot. So, man, I, I'm looking forward to this week. This, is, this week is going to tell a lot of tales. With great power comes great responsibility, right? There you go. Let's talk Titans on the other side on the top of the hour. We'll get Nabas Wilburn later in the hour, too, and we'll talk some college hoops as well. So stick around with us a whole hour coming your way right after this.